here's something that I recognize from the series. Oh, here's a nod that they're throwing to the movies. Mm -hmm. Like, you sort of have the fun of placing, like, oh, I think this character is basically Randy. Yeah. This character is basically Sydney. Yeah. You sort of have that game that you can play with it. Hello, welcome to Guide to the Unknown. I'm Kristen. And I'm her little brother, William. And this week we are talking about Scream the TV series, which came out on MTV in 2016 or 2015? I think 2015. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it ran for two seasons on MTV with the same cast and the same storyline. And then there was a reboot for a season three, which was on VH1. And we are going to be focusing on season one here today in this episode. Yes. But we'll be talking about season two over on our Patreon this upcoming Monday. That's right. We're going to be doing the entire original story yep. for Scream the TV series. Mm -hmm. um, it's weird because um, uh, it's strange that Scream had four movies. Yeah. Well, really, I mean, actually, to start with, it was a trilogy. Right. And then it ended. And everybody just thought, well, that's it. That's that. And it was sort of surprising when it was announced, no, we're going to make a fourth one. It was completely surprising. It was so weird. It was out of nowhere. Yeah. In 2011, Scream 4 came out and did not do well enough no. to, to get a sequel. Yeah. And so it seemed like the franchise was done again. Mm -hmm. But then a few years after that, it was announced that MTV was looking at making a TV series. Right. And immediately, I remember when they announced that the series was coming and I was kind of like, oh no. Yeah, I was just like, it's not going to be <clears throat> them and stuff. It's just going to be a totally different thing with the Scream name. Yeah. Um, like a knockoff, kind of. And I was like, eh, whatever. It's probably not going to be for me. It's and it wasn't at the time. For sure. Yeah, I, I think uh, TV has been amazing for a good long while now. Yeah. But let's face it, like, typically, when you hear that somebody is making a TV show out of a movie you liked... You can anticipate that it's going to be watered down. It's right. gonna. It won't have the cast like you mentioned. Mm -hmm. They're not going to have the budget. It's just not going to feel quite right. Yeah. And so I knew with MTV, it just wasn't going to be all that good. So it's going to be your mama's scream, and yeah. your mama's scream is our scream. Yes, we are your mama. Right. But I still, obviously, it's me. Of course. I remember I had to watch it, so yes. I did. I did. I watched at least the pilot, and then I maybe stepped away for a bit. Mm -hmm. And then I ended up, by and large, seeing the whole damn thing. Right. Just out of out of closure or necessity or continuity or whatever it is you in must. me. You must. Whatever drives <clears throat> Whatever it is that drives me to watch all the Halloween movies, even right. though I don't like them, right. made me watch Scream, mm -hmm. the TV series. Yeah. What's your... What's your we're we're already into it. I'm sorry. Yeah, our history. Yeah, so that what's was what's your that history. was that was my sort of history, I guess. I mean, it somewhat overlaps until the point where you watch it all. Yeah. Uh, you know, I kept up with the news of it. I saw when they kind of like did the big reveal of the new mask, and I was like, ugh. Oh god, yeah. I don't I don't like that. Yeah. Um, it has a very it's so they didn't use the original ghost face mask. So that and I think that was one of the first sort of news items about the show. And it was like, okay, so they're totally departing from a ghost face thing. And the mask is this like gray, faded around the edges, like black holes for <clears throat> eyes, and then a perfectly round hole for a mouth. Yeah, basically. Thing. And um 
you know, I, I got used to it, like watching this new series now. Like for the show. Right. I got used to it. Uh, but I know that for sure when I first saw it, I was like, ew, I don't like that at all. It's just like weird looking. It's not what Scream is. What is this even? Yeah. Honestly, this show, if it wasn't called Scream, it, it has nothing. There's no, there's no even connective tissue to the original franchise. They're, they're not like dropping a reference to Woodsboro or something. It really is just a slasher horror show yeah. that they stuck the Scream brand on. And there are two ways to feel about that. Yeah. Right? Like, on the one hand, you can say, well, this is not the thing that I like. Right. You're calling it Scream, but it's not Scream. This is a different beast altogether. Right. Um, so, therefore, that's a bad thing. Or you can look at it and say... They're making a TV show, and they're making it theirs. It's not going to contaminate yeah. the main series, because it's not even really a part of the mm -hmm. main series. I and I sort of feel both arguments. I, I do, too. I totally get it. But I guess I lean a little bit more toward just... I get it. it. It's for money reasons, basically. I just think it's weird to even call it Scream. There, there's just nothing to do with Scream. Yeah, I wrote down. I wrote down a list of ingredients that I associate with the Scream franchise mm -hmm. because, well, quite eh, frankly, yeah, I guess in in my in my estimation, I'm not even convinced that like Scream 2022 was it this year? Did the new Scream come out this year or last year? I don't know. I don't even I know. Kind of think I think it's this year. I think it's this year. Yeah. This has been a weird year. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm not even sure that like I feel like Scream Five, mm -hmm. the requel, um, has the ingredients right. I might just be way too particular. Yeah. But what I see in Scream is that it's uh first and foremost a horror slash slasher. Right. Then it's a whodunit, yeah. then it's a comedy. Yeah. In that order. Yeah. Like, that's what I think is important. And, I th I mean, I think that people lean on it a little bit too much, but I think that the meta and um, not even necessarily being self-referential, but being referential of, like, horror culture yeah. is also very woven into Scream, the yeah, original the meta, series. That's true. Yeah. And that, I mean, like, when I mean the original series, I mean, like, the movies. The movies. And that is present in this. So to a lesser extent, definitely to a lesser extent. So I guess you can say that some of the ingredients are there, but there's just a general sensibility that's part of the original screams that isn't here. I firmly agree. So there's an attitude and there's right. an energy. I think it's just like a strange branding thing. Like I would not be surprised if this was just a show and it might not be the case at all, but it wouldn't surprise me. If this was just a show that had been pitched at some point or written or something on its own, and then they retrofitted it with the Scream brand. I feel that way about the Pretty Little Liars series that came out on HBO Max. Yeah. Again, who knows? But I think it's totally possible that it was just a different slasher series. And then they were like, oh, well, it'll be more popular if it's attached to an already like proven yeah. popular. Guess what? I found thing. out I have the rights. To yeah. Scream's television. You know, yeah. I, I have the TV rights to Scream. Yeah. You want to call is... your show Scream the TV series? I can, I can, I absolutely agree. It does feel yeah. like that. Mm -hmm. To the best of my understanding, it was designed to be a Scream TV series. Yeah. And I guess I um, have heard that as I think about it, but it doesn't feel like oh, it. Oh, it doesn't feel like it. Yeah. I think, I think what you're saying, like, of like the gut feel of the show being like, it seems like somebody just took the franchise name and applied it to a different series. 
you're so right. It 100% feels like that. Yeah. But from the jump, it d- does appear that the Weinsteins, who were involved early on, mm-hmm. um, said, we're going to make this be different from the show. As you're saying that, it rings a total bell. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the ingredients that I wrote down for this series, for, for Scream the TV series, I think that it is first, a drama. Second, a whodunit. Third, a slasher. Yeah. And so two of the ingredients are the same. But taking comedy out and inserting drama right. and shifting the priority of what you're trying to accomplish, it's it's like it's like somebody bakes it's like scream the movies are like a really, really good cake. Yeah. And then somebody uses the cake ingredients. And put raisins in it. And put raisins in it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And it's like some people really, really, really like mm-hmm. a raisin cake. <laughs> Well, for the sake of argument. has raisins in it. Sure. I prefer it without. I mean, so carrot cake. actually a perfect analogy. I, I think carrot cake itself is a good analogy. I want cake. I don't yeah. want carrots in there. I don't you like. You can barely tell the carrots are in there if it's made well. Sometimes people leave the, the chunks strips. of carrots, to, the strips, and then they get stuck in your teeth. I agree. Miserable. No, no, no. But That's we've... the drama in Scream the TV series. Scream is. mix it up. MTV Scream is a carrot cake. Right. All right. I'll stop talking about carrot cake. I was just literally going to say <laughs> she something was about literally going to give cake. a recipe for a carrot cake. We can. <laughs> and in no way would I, because I can't cook or bake for my life. Right. But no, the carrots have to be like. Fully incorporated. Okay. And then it's really the cream cheese icing that's the star of the show, in my opinion. Okay. I am HO. Sure. Okay. Well, save anyway. it for cake, cake cast. Yeah. Carrot cast, which yeah. I'm show you too. Chrissy's carrot cast. Carrot cast. No, cake cast. Cake cast. Cake cast. I don't have enough to say about carrots. Um, Although I don't like the water in a bag of baby carrots. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> I mean, it's just water. I, I don't like that it's in there. It makes it just like it's. Sloshy stagnant water. Yeah, it feels like it shouldn't be in there. Do you know how they add it? Uh, they do? Yes. What are you talking about? They add the water into the bag of carrots. To make them a little bit soggy? Yes, because otherwise they're going to dry out too much. Oh, well, that makes sense. It does make sense, but it just makes me feel like it went bad. Okay, well, I mean, you, but you know you know better, so... Well, I know better, honestly, as of, like, yesterday, because I Googled it. You clearly it. know better. So, anyway, uh, where just yesterday, so this is fresh knowledge. It honestly is. Much like the fresh Because I was like, I just bought these. Why is it all wet? Is this bad? And that's how I found that out. What do we do when we, when we want to know? Yeah. We wonder. We say, what if? Let's try. That's right. some Sesame Street knowledge that I got from my daughter, Zoe. Well, I was following the rules. Not unlike the rules of slashers. Thank you. Anyway. Uh-huh. Anyway, I so to go back to my history with it, um, I did not watch it while I was on. I, I think I gave it like the littlest of glances and I was like, Ugh, not for me. Yeah. And was just sort of aware of it and was always like, eh, I don't, I don't really want to watch that. And then when we decided to do it for the show, which you had been championing yes. for years... I watched it and I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was it was a surprise. Mm-hmm. I remember I remember eating this carrot cake. Yeah, uh, when it was first baked and thinking to myself like, this is not cake. Right. It's not. It's not the. Sh- it's not the movies. Mm-hmm. It does not feel like the movies, and that's what I want. Right. Right. Um, but all these years later, now that Scream the movies are back, mm-hmm. um, it's interesting to revisit this series and be like. You know what? Carrot cake is still pretty good. Yeah. And uh, 
to that end, yeah, I was I was pretty blown away at how entertained I was by this show because I was convinced for a long time that by us covering MTV Scream, uh, Scream the TV series, it was going to be a hate watch. Right. And it turned out very much not to be. No, same for me. So I think we should do what we usually do when we cover movies and stuff yep. that have elements that could be considered spoilers. Yep. Uh, let's give our recommends right off the top. Um, say some uh, overarching thoughts, mm -hmm. and then we'll give ample warning to anybody out there who does not want to be spoiled, and of then course. we're going to spoil away for the rest of the show. That's what we're going to do. So do you recommend Scream the TV series season one? I do. I, I especially think that if you already like slashers and this sort of thing, it's a perfectly serviceable, fun slasher. Yeah. So I do recommend it. I uh, I similarly recommend it. Uh, my take is more like this is just a sort of like a cozy, easy show to throw on. Totally. Right? I don't think you need to sit there and stare at it and study it and hold on to all the clues. You're not going to yeah. be rewarded necessarily for paying close attention. No. But you might find that you're having just kind of a good a good time with it. Right. You're having a bit of fun. A quiet night. You want to lay back. You want to put on something that's not too heady. You want to see this freaky mask looking at you every once in a while. Exactly. You want to look at it. And and here's some of the other fun of, of looking at something that, like, isn't quite right. Doesn't quite match the movies. Yeah. You kind of have the meta fun of going, like, oh, why'd they pick that mask? Right. Oh, right. here's something that I recognize from the series. Oh, here's a nod that they're throwing to the movies. Mm -hmm. Like, you sort of have the fun of placing, like, oh, I think this character is basically Randy. Yeah. This character is basically Sydney. Yeah. You sort of have that game that you can play with it. Um, and then the show itself, the material itself, is often uh, very entertaining, mm -hmm. super moody, like very teen drama yes. moody. Yes. Um, uh, but also shockingly gory and nasty. Yeah. I was, like, pretty... There, there's like a death in season one mm -hmm. where the gore effect, I was like, I'm shocked that that was on television. Yeah. And then they show it more. They like put it back on the screen. And I was like, I almost thought that they had to cut away from it quickly to because... appease the censors or something. Right. But then they just put it front and center again. And I'm like, this is. Wowie. Yeah. It's not quite Hannibal. I guess it was cable. And That's true. late night, probably. That's not true. like. 11, but, you know, at night. And MTV. Like, <laughs> MTV has shown wild stuff. They have. Before, so. Remember that show Skins? I never watched that, but I'm aware of it. it but a series real about world? the joy of celebration. <laughs> I know, I know. I definitely was aware of it. Yeah. And um, the real world had crazy stuff on it sometimes. Gore, though? No, but. Gore like, is what like people they... usually balk at. I guess that's true, but I still think they can go somewhat hand in hand as far as like shocking that's material yeah. or things that you would think aren't allowed for audiences to see. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, they would show very racy stuff. Yeah, yeah. Come on, real world Las Vegas, triple kiss in the hot tub, please. Oh, there's there are triple kisses in this series. Oh, that's right. There is a triple kiss. There I is. Guess we'll TV we'll get into that in kiss. season two on Patreon, but yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, I, I I do recommend Scream the TV series yeah. season one at least. Right, I'm I'm happily surprised to say so. I'm surprised. I so the overarching story, and you you talked about the mask. Mm -hmm. The mask is they got rid of Ghostface. Yeah. At no point is the killer referred to as Ghostface, which no. from the movies 
you know, the killers wear literally a Halloween costume. Right. It's implied like they basically got it from Spirit Halloween. Yeah. Uh, I think Dewey says they sell it at every five and dime in the state. Yeah, right. Does that imply that it would be at like, what's a five and dime? Like the Piggly Wiggly? The Piggly, like a grocery like, store? Like Wawa? <laughs> really? Like you go I, to Quick Check and you pick up a ghost face I costume? I think that's kind of what a five and dime is. It's really weird. Yes. But, it's a convenience store. Yeah. But the fun of that from the movies was like, there's an anonymity to, right. to Ghostface. Anybody could have picked up this costume. Mm-hmm. Right away, Scream the TV series says, no, 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 no. Our, if you squint, our killer kind of looks like Ghostface. Yeah. He's wearing all black and it's kind of cloak-ish. Right. And the mask is white and the mouth is hanging open. Yeah. But if you do anything, uh, if you open your eyes any more than squinting, then it's something entirely different. Starkly different. And also, we know who wore this mask yes. and for a purpose. And that's, like, off the bat. Off the bat. They say that this was the mask worn by Brandon James. Right. Who is Brandon James? I also found that very silly. It's all very silly. Yeah. Turns out that in 1994, this kid named Brandon James, who was born with some form of facial disfigurement, mm-hmm. had a series of surgeries to correct his appearance. Right. And every time one of these surgeries would be completed, they would give him a mask to wear in the shape of his own face. Yeah. So it's it's the of... ghost face mask. Right. Right? Like, you think of the ghost face mask and it's got, like, the cartoonishly drooping eyes and the very long open mouth. It's like the Edvard Munch, mm-hmm. the scream. Well, the Brandon James mask is as if you, listener or viewer, just went, oh, uh, yeah. with your own face. It's human proportions yeah it's not perfectly round as i said but it is an open mouth it's really weird Mm -hmm. it's like he's just going wah but it's puzzling because they say this was like a surgical mask that he had to wear yeah like for the healing process or something which i it made me think of maybe this is a thing by the way i do not know do they make do they give people like facial surgery and then you wear a mask of your own face to lock it in i don't know it made me think of those braces you wear Uh uh-huh invisalign right? right Where like they they every two weeks or something they send you a new little plastic see through retainer yeah and over time it corrects the spacing of your teeth. I mean I think it's possible that that is somewhat of the intent that they're hoping that somehow his face sort of molds to this shape in some way. Right. Or is it protective and it's shaped like his face to just protect the best it possibly can? I don't. I'm know. not sure. They don't really dwell on that. They don't but, really want to get into it. Yeah, because it just there's no need to get in the weeds on it honestly, but it Except I would love to know because it's so strange. I know. It even has the little like line that's between your nose and mouth. Is it kind of like the frenum? The I think it is frenum. Frenulum? Some frenulum? I maybe. think it is frenulum. Yeah. But it's like when babies, sometimes babies wear like right. helmets for a while. Yep. To like, to it's like for forming and protecting the skull as it develops. And it's like they did this to a young man. Yeah. They like placed his face into a mold. He's supposed to be a teen, basically, yes. when he was wearing this thing. And there is this whole lore around Brandon James and how he was responsible for a killing spree one night yeah. before he himself was apprehended and killed but on the pier at ren lake that's right but they wait they didn't recover his body or something is that right yeah because he was shot into the shot he landed in the water when they went to go recover his body he was gone almost like a jason Voorhees. yes so is he still out there exactly and so when killings start to happen in this town again 
they're like, is it happening again? Is it Brandon James? He's and back. that is the basic premise yes. for the show without spoilers. 100%. And we are following a group of friends. We have our main uh, kind of like final girl. She has sort of like a, a geeky friend who's like something of a Randy type. And from there, I don't think that it really, uh, I guess there's kind of like a Tatum-ish Sort of. Um, I wrote down sort of just like that. It doesn't the, really adhere to like one to one roles necessarily, no, which is not, not a problem. No, I don't think it's a problem yeah. at all. If you're going to distance yourself from Scream, I do think that it's worth going yeah. like as far away from the basic archetypes as you can. Mm-hmm. But uh, to some extent, they still fit, like you said. Yep. So I wrote down here, I wrote um, uh, the small town of Lakewood, mm-hmm. no more Woodsboro, Lakewood has a dark past, and now the new generation of teens are being killed. In order to survive, Emma Duvall must learn about her connection to an old murder case. Why is she seemingly being targeted now? Is it Brandon James? Is he back? Right. With the help of her friends, can she not only survive, but unmask the killer? She's got her friend Noah, mm-hmm. who is very much like the geeky good friend who knows a lot about horror movies. and. Yeah will occasionally refer to the rules of horror, but it's not, like, established that he... Yeah, he's not, like, a, a heard super them somewhere. horror freak right from the jump, really. There's an... Oh, no, is he? Who's, who is? I'm trying to think. Does his room have a lot of posters of horror stuff? I think so. Yeah, so never mind, he is. But, like, it, it's just weird because, like, Randy acts like he studied the movies or something. Right. Like, if you watch Prom Night, you'd save time. You yep. guys don't know the rules? And he'll just be like... Well, we all know the rules. Yeah. Like it's sort of like more implied that he already everybody already knows this stuff. Yes, it's as if they're saying, "Well, everybody already saw Scream." Right, right. Which maybe, maybe so they should have said know. that. We've all seen maybe. Scream. Maybe they could have seen Stab. Yeah. Would that have bothered you if the kids in Scream the TV series were like had seen the so. movies? I don't think. So. I think I think it was weird if they saw Scream. Yeah, but if they said that they saw Stab, then it's just kind of establishing that they live in the same universe as Scream. Yeah, they which technically kind of makes sense for having it be a TV show branded Scream. Oh okay, so, yeah, I, yeah. What do I you think? think? Would it, I, I hadn't really thought of it until yeah. now, to be honest. But if Noah, this character, this Randy esque character, had been like. Even just saying it in passing in episode one and it never comes up again. Yeah. is like, I mean, anybody who's even seen the first stab knows the rules. Yeah. Like just. I feel like that's fine. I feel like that'd be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, There's Brooke, Emma's snooty, newer best friend, like Mm -hmm. sort of like popular girl, a little bit of a mean girl kind of vibe. We've got Audrey, Emma's old best friend from her childhood. Mm -hmm. Something grew between them since they were kids. That's right. Uh, uh, Audrey's got uh, sort of like a dark kid vibe to her these days. Um, Will, Emma's boyfriend, who appears to have some bizarre secrets of his own. He's a dud. Popular. (laughs) He's a bit of a dud. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, There's doofus Jake, Brooke's boyfriend. Yeah, I also find Jake to be a dud. He calls himself the Jake. (laughs) Right. I'm the Jake. The Jake is here. <laughs> yeah. And Piper Shaw, newly arrived in Lakewood, a podcaster, a true crime podcaster. Mm-hmm. She is ostensibly here to do a story on Brandon James I or believe. on like the history of the town. The town and the massacre. So, sort of a Gail Weathers esque type character, though I never really got She's like the. She's much more peripheral than yes. Gail Weathers. Yeah. And she doesn't have any of Gail Weathers' like bite and kind of attitude. She's totally. just sort of like. Very vanilla, middle of the road, but like they bump into her here and there. She's almost she's not even like integrated. No, she's yeah. like very poorly integrated. I I feel like right. only Emma ever speaks to her. Really, yeah, yeah. It's very kind of odd. 
Um, and then uh, we've got a million different side plots. So, like, that's what's... Emma's all about, like, what's happening to me. She does get, like, a menacing phone call. Yep. But even the ghost face voice, the other sort of, like, icon of the series, Roger L. Jackson is not in this version of the show in yep. the first two seasons. Um, it is, like, the assistant director, I read. Okay. He'll just go, like... Hello, Emma. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Were, are you surprised to hear from me? So it's like that guy being Bob in Twin Peaks. Like, did did they just notice that the assistant yeah, director right. had a freaky voice? And Maybe. They were like, Come on, Seth. You know what? I think you're going to be our Brandon James. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> David Lynch's Scream the TV series. <laughs> because the, the person who played this character, Bob, in Twin Peaks was a member of the crew who David Lynch is kind of like fixated on was like, I like your look. Yeah. You want to act. It's, it's, it, that is a wild thing that happened. Yeah. But awesome. like, I, it does sort of feel, you're right. Cause it mm. doesn't feel like he's like the, the voice on the phone doesn't feel like a performer. Yeah. I, I will say. It's kind of a non thing. Like the, yeah. the phone just doesn't feel like as big a deal. It, it's not, it's not it's as not. big a deal on this as it is in Scream. So I, I didn't even really think that much about it. Another reason why, like, like the phone just feels like it's part of everyone's life mm -hmm. rather than like a way the killer's, the killer's not weaponizing it to get to you anymore. Right. It's just like sort of a thing that well, he uses actually, the way we all through, use. Through text, the killer uses it. A no. lot of texting. Yeah. And a lot of, like, activating somebody's webcam remotely yes. to spy. Yes, but talking on the phone is not a thing. It happens. True. You know, definitely that one time, maybe another time or something. Yeah. But it's mostly text-related and a lot of times, like, pretending to be someone else. Like, yeah. Cloning somebody's phone to be like, oh, meet me in the study hall for brunch is what I was about to say. <laughs> um, <laughs> brunch and study hall. <laughs> and then they get there and it's the killer. <laughs> yeah. Killer quiche. Yes. I, um, yeah, I guess if you're trying to make a new scream and you're trying to update it with modern kids. Right. Right. Like the cell phone itself is already such a natural part of their life. Like, especially now, like I look at my daughter who's mm -hmm. 18 months old, yeah. almost 19 months old, and she already will like look at my phone and like look for the YouTube app yeah. and stuff like she it's it's just baked in knowledge yeah and seven years ago having what 17 year olds mm -hmm. they would have conceivably had smartphones since they were eight right or something like that right so like the phone was not a cell phone in 1996 for sydney prescott was a disruption yes this Novel was new and shocking for kids in the in 2015 mm -hmm. it's it's run like of the mill right. so the way they up the game here is by saying you've all got phones i can tap into them whenever i want which is a decent idea yeah i think it is too except yeah. that ghostface texts tend to be quite lengthy <laughs> and to my 38 eyes quite small it oh but i see i, I think like, i think all these kids it looks like they may be all on like smartphones mm -hmm. but the 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 <laughs> The text size, it's like they need jitterbugs. Yes. Do you know what I'm talking about? The jitterbug of phone? Of course I do. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, I'm, I'm, I'm a hop, skip, and a jump away from getting a jitterbug. There's a phone it's made a phone you for get. the elderly. It's like advertised in AARP magazine. It's like only available on QVC or something <laughs> right. at two in the morning. You right. Know? And it has like giant buttons yeah. and giant text on screen and everything. Yeah. I wish they had jitterbugs because sometimes I could not read what the hell these texts were. 
Did you have that problem at all? No, I kept staring at how, like, they would show the kids typing, Mm -hmm. and then the text would just fly onto the screen. (laughs) It's like they hit, you know, they do hit a bunch of buttons. They're they're typing pretty quickly, but the stuff that they're, the stuff that, the text that appears on the screen is appearing way faster than they're typing. I was like, ah, whatever. I sometimes just had to figure it out through context clues what just happened. There's a little bit of creative, like, technological magic that happens from time to time. Of course. And, like, weird stuff. At some point, two characters are basically video chatting. They're Mm -hmm. FaceTiming with each other and one of them gets attacked and the other one we see like the tv show is showing him holding his phone screaming into the screen (laughs) and then they cut to the person on the other end of the line who's dropped the phone now and we see the phone on the ground and the image on her screen is the tv show's camera angle of the guy it's not like he's not like looking at his phone yeah it's like like looking directly it's like a three quarters yeah with them it's like a three-quarter angle (laughs) of the performer and i'm just like you should have gotten another shot of him looking straight into a camera basically because that's what video chatting is you're looking looking straight into the thing right and like sometimes people's like contact images for each other are clearly headshots oh i know that was very funny (laughs) there's a cheapness I sh- yes. I'm dancing around yes. it because I'm I'm praising the series. No, Let it be but known. That, that is true. There is a low budge quality <laughs> going cheapness. on, which I don't necessarily think is a bad like aspect of it. I think that there are ways that I'm they not against it worked around it. Yeah, I believe. Um, but <laughs> e- everything about this, even though we both recommend it, is like good. But yes, like it's fun. It's good. So it's it's a fun thing to watch. It is a good watching experience. But like it's not like an amazing show. No, and that's why know, I said that's comfort. Okay. That's yeah. why I said it's like it's a little it's junk food. Yeah. Now uh, to mix metaphors, I went from carrot cake. There right. are vegetables in your cake. Right. To it's junk food. Maybe it's more of like a like a hostess cake. Yeah, maybe. Or those little bites, you know those like little bites muffins. Oh yeah, hell yeah! And they come in that package, muttons. and it's like a little greasy. Muttons, yes. And, and, what did I say? I said I said muttons. muttons. Yes, I do know those muttons. Yeah, those little muffin pouches, and you open them, and they're, they're Entenmann's little bites. They're tasty, but they're a little bad for you, and they're a little yucky. But you'll eat them. They're gone so fast, though. They're and they're gone so fast. Yeah. Yeah. It's fleeting. It burns fast. <laughs> It's better to burn out than to fade away. Scream the TV series is an Entenmann's... (laughs) They should put that on the Entenmann's Little Bites box. (laughs) (laughs) Scream the TV series is an Entenmann's muffin. Yeah. And Scream is a cake. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. Although, I mean, Scream the TV series is pretty long. So it's, it, really it's not long. fleeting. No, I'll say that. That but is true. It's, whatever. It, it's whatever. not great for you, but it's delish. Yes. So, but so like you, you'll watch the series and and be like, yeah, 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 I'm into it, but I probably shouldn't watch too much <laughs> all in one sitting, or I might get diarrhea. <laughs> Ryan, my husband, kept like so. I was watching this, you know, over the course of how long? Yeah. And he sees me watch all kinds of stuff that's just not his thing. He's like, he likes horror fine, but he's yeah. like not really into he's constantly it. Constantly exposed to your interests <laughs> honestly yes and um he usually says nothing about it or yeah. he just sits and watches it with me but he's not like really uh, attached to it this he'd be like this show sucks and he, he was, like this is terrible why are you watching this this gives me a headache like this makes wow. me feel sick and i was like i i don't know what to tell you i'm i'm enjoying it and he's just like ugh. He, you know what? he really did not like it very appropriately yeah Kristen's husband ryan is a chef 
Yes. He cannot tolerate. He can't the, take a. Well, that's not true because he absolutely will tolerate the all that. Entenmann's muffin. He loves an Entenmann's muffin. <laughs> he loves a literal Entenmann's yes, muffin. Yes, <laughs> yes. But I guess he doesn't love a a, a film Entenmann's muffin. Yes, the entertainment exactly. version. Right. Um. So it, it's rough. Yeah. So so it's the the story is the story is rough around the edges. The production value itself is rough around the edges. Yeah, like it's just like lit. I I know the nothing acting. about this stuff to. Sometimes the acting is very rough around the edges. It definitely is, and it's especially really rough at like a particular. I mean, I guess I should say multiple particular moments that I think otherwise are supposed to have a big impact. Yes, if they were done with somebody different, and they just totally for me flop. We're, we're going to get into that. I know exactly what you're talking about. We're going to yeah. talk about it in spoilers, which I think we should get to pretty I th- quickly. I think we can, and actually, we can. This is a pretty good break point for us to talk about patreon.com slash gttu pod before we get into spoilers that sounds good i just want to shout out i'm sorry very mm-hmm. quickly i want to shout out the mvps because i think yeah. that there are distinct mvps definitely our star emma duvall yeah, played by uh, uh willa fitzgerald i think she's great yeah she does a very good she's job on reacher on oh, okay. amazon plus now which cool. i think that a lot of people really like ryan Be- liked that one really yeah we should do some uh, ryan picks <laughs> um bex taylor Cla- taylor klaus who plays audrey i think is like the one of the backbones of the entire series i think the audrey character is very good you don't like her i don't oh i do think that she's one of the backbones of the series the audrey character the i believe character? bex the performer i think goes by they them they do, yes, yes they do um she's in the show in the show yeah um female but um, yeah, I, I I agree. She's definitely very centered yes. in the show. But I am not a big fan. Really, I'm yeah. surprised by that. We'll we'll have to talk. Uh, Joe uh, John Carna as Noah Foster, killing I, it. I think is the other backbone. He's killing it more than Brandon James is in this. That's show. That's true. He is the the Randy, so to speak. I I think that that he is terrific on the show. Yeah, I think that he's he's great. He's funny. Uh, uh, he's he's relatable entirely. Yeah. Um, I, I think he's one of the best parts of the show. So they're sort of our main trio anyway. Yep. But I think that uh, uh, they are also truly the 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 ones that that perform the material the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But so yeah, let's do it. Let's get into uh, let's get into our stuff, and then we'll dive into spoilers, everybody. So if you have not seen Scream season one, this might be the end of the road for you. That's mm-hmm. okay. Maybe go check it out on Netflix if you don't right. want to be spoiled. If you've seen it or you're fine being spoiled, stick around. Totally, and you can you can always watch it and come back. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are going to move into spoilers after we talk about ourselves a little bit. Uh, so au revoir, or hang around here. Let's talk about ourselves and then au revoir. Sure. Anyway. Uh, if you would like to support the show, please go to patreon.com slash gttupod, where we have tons, dozens and dozens, like in the 70s of just regular bonus episodes. And then there are also extra things, tons of material over there. We also have a number of different tiers that you can check out and sign up for the one that just fits your life and needs the best. Um, but it's the best way to support the show. There are multiple ways to do it, but really this directly helps us so, so much. And to thank you, we really have a ton of stuff out there that you get access to as soon as you sign up, including a Discord channel for Guides the Unknown that's only for patrons that has people every single day.
day chatting in it, giving recommendations for books and movies and TV, just talking about their lives. Um, it's, it's such a nice community. I couldn't recommend it highly enough. So if you're interested in that and you just want to check it out and, you know, have your curiosity satisfied. Whoa, okay. (laughs) Go to patreon.com slash gttu pod. And that Discord, by the way, it's got like a million different things. They're not all, here's one of the things that I like about the modern internet Mm -hmm. is it's like, you can enjoy Guide to the Unknown, which is about enjoying spooky stuff. And then join the Discord for Guide to the Unknown and be talking about these different categories. The Fluffy Zone is all about pets, Yep. right? Pictures, memes, music, art, cooking and food, gardening wordle books Mm -hmm. like it's it's almost like you take the first filter of society right you go show me people who also like guide to the unknown yeah (laughs) yeah now i want to talk about books with those people right that's what's going on in discord which i think is kind of fun you're you're already in there with like-minded people essentially absolutely and big shout out to our listener alex for being an amazing mod in the discord and really setting up all those channels there's a new one for sharing um, spooky encounters that you yourself have had. So that. personal ghost stories. It's just totally awesome. Yeah. So we already said it, but the second part of our Scream the TV series discussion is going to be on uh, our Patreon this coming Monday. So we're talking about season one here and season two will be over there. And so it's a great time to go check out patreon.com slash GTTU pod. Back to back. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. All right. So let's get into it. Let's yeah. get into some spoilers. So spoilers. Goodbye, everybody who doesn't want to be spoiled, because it's happening. It's happening. Three, two, one, bye-bye. Hit me with a subplot. I want to talk about Hit one of the, the subplots. Subplot. What comes to mind right now? I have a list of them, um, but you you don't have anything in front of you. Kevin Bacon's daughter. What? Who's What? Who's that? Kevin Bacon's daughter is the girl who was caught making out with Audrey in a car. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, that's so interesting. Bacon. Wow. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. Lots of food stuff. I know, that almost feels like it would be stunt casting, but she's very briefly in it. Right, no, and she's like a working actress, so um, I think, you know what she's in coming up? She's in that weird movie that we've seen the trailer for a couple of times that's like about smiling. (laughs) (laughs) That horror movie, you know what I mean? It's called Smile. Yeah. Yeah. It's about smiling. Interesting. Um, She's the lead of that. Okay. And she's been in some other stuff, too. Oh, very interesting. Right. Yeah, the entire series kicks off with a video going viral. Right. Of that character that I like that you don't. Audrey. I just find her annoying. I I'm just see, not into her. I can, yeah. It might, it might be, be just sort of it's like just, a vibe thing. It's just I, preference. I can see that. I can absolutely see that mm-hmm. that take. Yeah. I think that she's a very like, kind of like strong, interesting character. Yeah, I get maybe, that too. Maybe always sort of like the same note. Uh huh. You know, but I don't know that I expect a lot of variance on this show. Right, but I mean, I'm grading the show on a curve already. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, that's what we've been setting up. It's totally graded on a curve. Exactly. And so I think for that curve, like she, she's a more, she, I think she would be a more interesting primary character than Emma. Oh, that's an interesting thought. Yeah. It would make me enjoy the show less, but that is an interesting thought. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you had it, if there was some sort of, like, weird cut where Audrey is the main character. Yeah, her... Like, that is cool, theoretically. It is just a vibe thing. I just, like, I just don't really like her. She's set up immediately as having been bullied. So, there's mm-hmm. somebody shot a video or found a video or took a video of Audrey... I think they took, because Emma was there, it's revealed, remember? Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. 
So Audrey is in a car making out with another girl. Right. Whoa. Uh. So somebody shoots the video and they upload it to social media. Nina mm-hmm. and other man, other guy. Will? Isn't no, it? that's the boyfriend. Oh, that guy. Uh, yeah, I don't know what his name is. The, the he's show dispatched very quickly. He's dispatched very qu- appropriately. Yeah. Yes. It should be. <laughs> yeah. He's got about five lines and oh, you don't man. want to see him anymore. I can't believe we didn't talk about this. We didn't this even talk about this. Spoiler free. It's true, I would yeah. Say, this belongs in our history as yeah. far as our history with Scream the TV series. So Will did watch it, like we said. <laughs> and talk about stunt casting. Bella Thorne is kind of in the spot of like the Drew Barrymore. In my notes, so. I wrote Blythe Danner. <laughs> <laughs> I would say Blythe Danner is the literal opposite of Bella Thorne. I think they are totally. I wrote it down and I was like, I know that's not right. I know. I'm leaving it. That's really funny. Blythe Danner is Gwyneth Paltrow's mother, um, who is also an actress. Maybe give her a goog and I bet you'll be like, oh, I've seen that lady Let me put it this way. I'm more familiar with Blythe Danner than I am with Bella Thorne, who I do not know. I am too. I mean, I kind of know Bella Thorne because of this podcast called Who Weekly that talks about like kind of like lower level celebs. So Bellathorn is stunt casting because she was on a Disney show. I don't even know what the Disney show is called or anything, but she's she at one point maybe still was like she very was popular with okay. like teens and stuff. She was like she was after our teen yes. show generation. Yes. Yeah. Like I think she has millions and millions of followers on Instagram, okay. like that kind of thing. And she's like kind of a wild child in life. It's so, so am I. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> you can relate. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so the show like if not actually opens, like very close to opens with Bella Thorne and this dude in a car, like coming back from a date or something. And uh, <laughs> she, you can she, it, it, it cuts in. Yeah. The show, I it, it couldn't have been. It's, there's not a worse. Uh, it's so funny. It's we so I think we should just fully funny. do. I think we should fully do like a react to the opening scene of the yeah, show and just yeah. put it up. Because it opens with a song going, you bad boy you bad bad boy you bad and then a car turns off (laughs) and it's Blythe Danner and some guy Blondie Blondie sitting beside each other and she goes it is a time honored tradition of the food chain the weak are outed and eventually eaten and then they cut to the guy who goes officer she made me do it she makes me do a lot of things It's It's a little cookie-eating grin. It's got a major cookie-eating grin. It is sickening. It is such an irritating, like, like the rhythm of it annoys the shit out of me. Oh, You bad boy. It's a time-honored tradition. Officer, she made me do it. She makes me do a lot of things. It's really the smile after the she makes me. It's so annoying. It's unbelievably (laughs) annoying. So years ago... Will brought this to my attention, and we say that like all the time. Um, Officer, she made me do it. She makes me do a lot of things. So it was literally talk about it all the time. I think yeah. right after it aired, I was like, "Did you see this? You have to watch this. It's so annoying. It's unreal. And it's like the show from there is fine. Again, yeah, it's, it's it's like eating those little muffins. 
Um, but the way it starts, it's like such. It's an outlier. Crap. The rest of the show is not like this cold open intro thing. It actually, sucks. It's like from a different show. And then like, and then <laughs> and then suck. Blythe Danner leaves him and goes into the right. house and goes like, "Phone, play music." And then the music that she's listening to comes on. It's like, "Want a freak show? Gonna have a freak show." And like <laughs> and this also... sucks. This is not my movie. I hate it. I don't know if they still do this, but do you remember on MTV? I think they used to even do it on Jackass and stuff. There'd be like a small Chiron yeah. in the lower third that said the band and the song. So you could like go look it up. So I think that they were probably doing that all over the place during yes. this scene. It, I remember that annoyed me too. Cause I was like, what is this show? Just a way to a advertise songs. Kind of. Cause the way MTV used to play music. I'm not one of the people that's like mute. It, Where's the music? Yeah. There hasn't been music on MTV in 20 years. The joke has to stop. Yeah. But when they played music videos, they would have that little text blurb in the corner to say what it was. Of course. I've just never seen it in a TV show. I know. That doesn't happen in, you know, Better Call Saul. No. You know, it, just, it just screams, this is not what? a show. This is a trick. They did We're that tricking for... you so that we, you will watch our ads. Right. They did that for a million other shows, too. And it kind of, as like annoying as it is, it makes sense because even, like, I, re I read this book about MTV that was, like, super interesting. And this is the case for most TV. But really, music videos were just there so that they could have commercials. Sure. They need an excuse to have a network that has commercials. And so what can we air? Mm. We can make these music videos. And so when it stopped being music videos... They still wanted like some way to like cling to that past in right. some way. It's an excuse still to still be, be called MTV. music television. Yeah, is um, we're going to highlight the music's existence, right? And it is all in service of having ads. Like that's the whole reason shows exist. Of course. Yeah. But in a show, it is weird. Like in Ghostbusters. Yeah. When they sit on the couch and Egon is eating Cheez-Its, yeah. a little pop-up doesn't go like, Cheez-Its cost $5.99. They're available right. now. It's weird. It's I know. weird. It's weird to call it out. I hear the song. If I like it, I'll look it up. Right. Or I'll Shazam it. I'll Shazam it. Yeah. Anyway, the opening is crap. It's crazy. So... She gets killed. It's technology-based. She's getting texts that she thinks are from the guy. And she's like, Blondie, you better get out of here. I told you to go home with your tail between your legs. Or, like, she's, like, sexy girl or whatever. Yeah. And so she's she can hear that, like, things are going on in her house. And she thinks it's the guy coming in. But really, it is Brendan James' face who comes and beheads her. And her head floats in the pool. And that's our, like, ah! slash scream the, TV show. The ingredients are, are again, the ingredients right. are right. Your cold open is a kill, just like Drew Barrymore's cold open was a kill. It gets you right to the murder before you slow down and meet everybody. Yep. You know, I'm a big, I'm actually a big fan of, like, having something that launches right into the fun and games of the story. Totally. Before you slow down and get into the, the dirty business of being like, here's the person and here's what their life is like. Get right to the wackiness. Start yeah. strong. Yeah. But confusingly behind the scenes, Bella Thorne, Blythe Danner, mm -hmm. said, she said, I'm playing, I'm doing a recreation of Drew Barrymore's scene. Oh. That's what she said to people. Yeah. Which is not. How you set that up. It's not, it's like a misunderstanding. <laughs> like maybe she didn't see Scream or didn't know what she was talking about. Who knows? Uh, Blythe Danner, I'm sure you're nice. Yeah. My point is just like, it was puzzling messaging because I was like, what do you mean? Like, this isn't going to be a reboot 
of are they telling the movie Scream but on television? You're right. gonna be Drew Barrymore's character, right? She means I'm killed I'm, immediately. I'm the kill at the beginning, right? That's all she ever meant. But it's just the whole show is like people sort of you know how there's that like thing of like. I understood the assignment. Mm -hmm. It's like they kind of understood the assignment. Yeah, it is absolutely kind of like that. Um, so, yeah, from there, it kind of launches into us meeting our main characters and getting to know them. And we find out that there is this mystery in town that's been brewing all this time yeah. um, about the mythology of Brandon James, which we mentioned before, and him going on a, a killing spree, and a mysterious girl named Daisy, yes. who has seemed to disappear as well. He sings the song, Daisy, right. Daisy, give me your answer, do. Yeah. I'm half crazy, all for the love of you. Yeah. So it starts with this like music box esque mm -hmm. like poem, and I'm like, that's also not Scream. No. But whatever. But who's Daisy? Right. Who? But who is Daisy? Who is Daisy? What does it mean? And one of the first things, so you know, Bell of Thorn is discovered to be killed. The the town is like, oh god, what's happening? And what happens pretty soon after that, we as the audience get kind of a little uh, angle into who Daisy is because. Emma, who is our main character, the kind of Sydney proxy's mom, is the town coroner, and she gets a heart sent to her. Right. And so you're like, how is she involved in this? Maybe, does the heart say something about Daisy on it? Like, is there like a letter? I don't I, remember. I think there is a letter. I don't remember yeah. what the letter says, but the, the point is that, like, it does seem like even though Emma's being targeted, it is about the mom or it's sort right. of like the sins of the mom are being mm -hmm. visited on the kids, right. which might sound familiar to you. Yes, it does. It certainly does from actually scream. The TV series has been in the news, not the news news, but like has been talked about a little bit recently because people have been like, Oh, pretty little liars. Original sin made a better scream. The TV series than scream. The TV series did. And do you find that to be I, true? I don't, I don't. Um, Justice for Scream the TV series. I, I, I walked in expecting to hate it, which might help. Me too. With my expectations. Totally, totally. But it's better than you think. I think so. It's I... cursed with its opening. You know, like Drew yeah. Barrymore's opening of the movie is like the thing people knew. And mm -hmm. it was like the thing that made everybody want to see it. And they would talk about it. Yeah. And be like, this, it's the, the opening. We talk about the opening. The opening The opening is amazing. The opening is perfect. Yeah. The opening of this show is like an albatross around this show's neck because it's crap. I've never heard anybody yeah. put down the opening, but if your first impression of the show is this opening scene, and why wouldn't it be? Right. It's going to color the whole experience. I don't know. I, I feel think. like I abandoned it quite quickly. But you knew going in this time. Yes. Like I, I'm saying if you're going in, if you're going, if you're somebody who doesn't know anything about any of this show. Yeah. And you start it, and it's you bad, but it's a time I mean, I knew tradition. about it, but I didn't realize that the whole show doesn't have that vibe. So I feel like I still went into it with fresh enough eyes. Really? I think it... That I, I was like, okay, well, that was super weird. And I kind of forgot about it, honestly, until we started talking about it tonight. Ooh, I haven't thought about it. I, I, think it's I watched I, this a couple weeks ago, I, I should I say. I think it's kind of poisonous to the rest of the show, but... I don't know. I was able to just put it aside. Yeah. Um... So, so yeah, so more killings are happening in town. We've gotten to know people and through, you know, different kinds of means, I believe Emma's mom sort of explains it to her. We find out what the real Brandon James story is. And Emma finds out that her mom, yes, was in fact Daisy. She was Daisy. So the town villainized him. 
um, for like you know stupid town reasons. Like he was homeschooled. Like the, he yeah, didn't like look like everyone freak. else. Yeah, exactly. And so he was like bullied terribly. And um, there were all these these killings in one night. Uh, killings Halloween one night, night or whatever. 1994. They say Brandon James got his revenge on everybody. He killed something like five or six people. Right. But the mom is like, that wasn't Brandon. He was a super nice guy. Like, yeah. we were super close friends. The narrative when it comes to her mom is that he was obsessed with Daisy and crazed. And this was totally unrequited. Like... It was just somebody who was obsessed with her and she had nothing to do with it. And she's like, no, we were we were friends. We were like best friends. And when I met him at the pier, which is where that kind of um, like gang up on him happened where he was shot into the lake. She was trying to like warn him that the town was coming after him mm-hmm. so that he could, you know, get away from it. But unbeknownst to her. Like, all the cops were there and everything, and they shot him. So what looked to other people like a setup with Daisy asking the cops for help and then being brave and, like, luring her adversary there yeah. was really her just trying to give him a head start to, yeah. like, get out of town She was something. genuinely trying to help him. Right. And, and so now the question was, is he now taking revenge for that act? Right. Did he misunderstand? And so now he's come back to even punish Daisy. Yes. Did he also think that she was in on it with the cops? But we now know that's not the case. In in true teen show fashion, something happened and there have been a series of very complicated misunderstandings. Yeah. Um, But but the show is loaded with so many goddamn subplots. Like, Brooke's dad is being blackmailed by her boyfriend, Jake. Jake is in cahoots with Emma's boyfriend, Will. Yeah. They've been trying to extort like a hundred thousand dollars and stuff. Yeah, because her is... dad is the mayor. Yes. And also Brooke is having an affair with um like the English teacher. Mr. Branson. Mr. Branson. Who becomes a major suspect. Yes. And like, so I Will had told me, because I wasn't really ever planning on watching this show. You know, years ago, I was like, just tell me what happens. And Will had told me who the killer was. And I forgot. I didn't really remember until like the last episode. I thought it was Mr. Branson. Oh. And so I was surprised when it wasn't. And something. So you had told me and I just perverted it in my mind that there was a moment where they're like, so, you know, this this guy's name is Brandon James. They're like. Mr. Branson, Brand's son. Because also you find out that Daisy called him Brand as his nickname. And there was also, there's an implication at some point that maybe Brandon James had a kid. And that kid, if it's not Brandon James, maybe it's Brandon James's child all grown up who's getting the revenge. Maybe this guy is hiding in plain sight. Mr. Branson is Brand's Brand's son. son. So. That's a theory that the kids have in it, which ends up not being true. I forgot that that was just a theory that ends up not being true, and I thought it was the thing. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I, I so remember... I, I was remember, caught off guard. I very distinctly recall seeing this in real time and being familiar with horror movies, obviously. Like, the movie I Still Know What You Did Last Summer, mm-hmm. that yes. is the key to a twist, is being like, <laughs> I'm Benson, Ben's son. Yep. And it's like... It makes your teeth hurt. It's so, <laughs> yeah. it, it's 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 the corniest thing in the world. Yeah, totally. And so I was like, oh my god, if they say Mr. Branson is Brand's son, I'm gonna throw up my mouth. Right. And then Noah goes, Branson, could he be like Brand's son? And then I think he sort of goes like, nah. Uh-huh. And they just sort of like move on. I'm like, okay. Yeah. They brought it up and say, no, that's stupid. All right, I'm 
right. happy. I'm still on their side. Right. But so, yeah, but Mr. I, Branson's a major suspect to the end, really. I, Yeah, really to the end. I still was just like, oh, I guess they're they're throwing us off by them discarding this theory. And it's right. going to be him because I thought it factually was him and it wasn't. Yeah. Um, my other theory, or I, I guess I should say it's like part of it. So because he's like a scumbag who's sleeping with his student they're looking into him as a suspect and they find out that he is a very unsavory character even oh, yeah. besides that he came from somewhere else and changed his name and where he came from he like did he have an affair with a college student i think it was i think so and there was something with that she was murdered yeah okay and then oh. he moved and changed his name okay well there was well. something Methinks something may have gone afoul with him and that former student. Well, okay, I uh, I, I didn't murdered. I didn't realize that she was murdered. Yeah. Uh, so then I was like, okay, I think as it started to become clear to me that he maybe was not just the only big bad, I was like, so maybe this podcaster Piper is up to something. I think now that's ringing a bell. Maybe she's up to something. So maybe she is the student. That Branson was having an affair with, uh, and they have a screwed up folie adieu thing going on, sure. and they're going to be both the killers. And that was not quite true. No, and I was, I was looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah, I was incredibly wrong. You're, you're incredibly wrong. No, I thought it was going to be a fun killer reveal with him, and then I was like, oh, and well, the that's what you want. Reveals a clunker, right? Like in a whodunit, you want to eventually have the who revealed, and then get into the why, right? And that it's going to be fun. You're going to get the villain monologue. It should be fun, but it's a big trap yeah a lot of the time a lot of the time the killer is unmasked in something and you find out that the actor doesn't have the chops <laughs> for the job mm -hmm. this happens a lot in the scream series yes because the way that the scream series has been produced uh as the series went on they would hide pages right and then suddenly hit someone with by the way you're the killer you're the killer hope you have what it takes yeah to carry this material and go to a really dark place with it and have it not be embarrassing right and sometimes it is yeah i would say that the first instance of that is the killer in scream three yeah. um who's an actor who i actually enjoy i have seen them in other things but they just don't have that or at least they didn't bring that sort of like sinister yeah like kind of fun like arch villain sort of vibe to it so it sort of fell flat even besides the story of it which is also a lot to digest a lot. um it also happens i think in scream four I agree. to a degree and then i felt like it really happened here so i was half right with my theory that happens in scream five in scream five. Oh yeah yeah it <laughs> big no. time happens in half of scream five Yes, yeah, half of the killers in Scream 5, yes. One of the killers, I think, is good, Does actually. a great job. Yes. Even but, though it's... Yes, even yeah. though the premise is like, what? Yeah. But I think that the killer yes. themselves does a really good job. Yes. But so, yeah, so in this, we I was We gotta be careful, right. we got hate mail for our opinions on Scream 5. I, I, I said what I said. I said what I said, okay. Right, I don't know what to tell you. So, um, in this, the killer ends up being Piper, who is that podcaster? The podcaster, Solo the true crime podcaster. Yeah. Who only exists in the the margins. We barely interact with her at all. Right. She is uh kind. Like here's the weird yeah. thing. Like you you'd expect like the the true crime podcaster to yeah, evoke more of that Gail Weathers vibe. And in a lot of the conversation around the series, people would continually bring up Gail Weathers mm -hmm. when they talk about this character. But what's weird is if you Say that she's a journalist. Throughout the show, she keeps being like, 
Emma, I'm not worried about the story. I want to make sure you're okay. <laughs> right. Like they paint her as like, she doesn't such, even know them. Doesn't even know them. She's older. Like why are you hanging out with these children? I know. And like it's just she's always just sort of like tacked on. Right. And by older though, by the way, I mean she's probably like 22. 22. But still, the the spread between 22 and it absolutely 17 is. But just for people, if should they're be listening, a big solid line. It 100 percent <laughs> is. But just if for people who are listening who haven't seen this, yeah. when we say she's older, it could paint a picture that's <laughs> yeah. not what it is. She's, she's not 99. Yeah, she's 22 she's or something. 22, she's like just right. graduated college. But still, like you shouldn't really be like BFFs with it's very, 17-year-olds. It's very, very weird. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and uh, yeah, she unmasks herself and basically immediately starts carrying that, that, that I'm crazy energy of being like, surprise, sis. Yeah, she, like, because keeps, keeps, like, as waggling. We, yeah, because as we said, there there's speculation that Brandon James had a child, and that speculation bears out, and that child is Piper. So Piper is Emma's half sister, right? Daisy, Emma's mom, and Brandon James did the do. Right, they were very good friends one night in the bowling alley. Yes, mm-hmm. steer the right, romantic. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, nine months later, right. Piper. Mm-hmm. But Piper's put up for adoption, right? And so she has, you know, uh, some revenge. She wants Emma's to... got the life that Piper was supposed to have, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but her villain monologue might be almost as excruciating as the opening of the show with Blythe Danner. It's bad. I mean, at least with it's Blythe like, Danner, I feel bad like, for the performer. I do too. I do too. Like at least with the Blythe Danner thing, like it's like a little. <laughs> fun and it yeah. has a little bit of that like love to hate vibe because it's so over the top just hate but this sure. is just this is just like ew. it just it just everything falls everything about it falls flat sis yeah you know what i think it's time we cut to the chase like it's like very and, like, she didn't talk about that or talk like that the whole time no. and just all of a sudden now she's got these like villain puns and wordplay and like doing face down eyes yep. up yep and like it's, it's really really bad. Yeah, I mean, I think that a really good really killer, very a really good killer reveal to me. And I'm making this up on the spot, so it's not a law. But there's something of the character that we have known the whole time in the killer reveal. Right. Like Stu in Scream One is always wacky and over the top. He's great, and then he brings it even higher and to a more like kinetic, frantic level when you find out that he's the he's killer. He's having a blast. He's loving it. And so Piper was just very like not flat where you're like, what's wrong with this person? But just like a normal person, let's say. Just a flat, normal person. And then instead of maybe coming to like, I don't know, a four but maybe your dialogue being scary or something during her killer reveal. Instead, she's supposed to be at a 10 of that sort of like, like scary out of control wackiness. And it just doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel like true. It feels super off. And because it's so off, what's supposed to be like a big bombastic reveal just feels cringy. It feels incredibly cringy is absolutely right. Mm -hmm. And, because her character is so not essential yeah. throughout the preceding nine episodes, right. at the reveal, you're at risk of being like, I'm sorry, who are who? you? Also, throughout most of the show, 
this might just be a me thing. I didn't know this performer. She's wearing glasses either. the entire time. She's got that Sarah Koenig serial kind of vibe. I think it is absolutely supposed to be that. Correct. But when she has the Brandon James mask and she pulls it off, no glasses. Yeah. I knew her as Glasses Podcaster. Yeah, you're Glasses Podcaster. Who are you now? Who is this without the glasses? It's a Clark Kent thing, but you it fooled me. You do look me. really different without glasses. You like do. People, it's, it's very jarring for a lot of people to see people who wear glasses without them. It's true. And so it's it's weird She took and off the mask and I was like, I don't know who you are. And it also doesn't matter that they say Piper because I'm like, who the hell's Piper? Oh, she doesn't come up reporter. a whole lot. She has and no, she only interacts with Emma. It's like she's yeah. an imaginary friend. It honestly kind of is. So it's not that kind of thing where you're like, that's... R-. I mean, I guess it is to a, to some degree, but it's not a fun thing where you're like, that's right, that's that reporter. You're right. just kind of like, oh, right. And I think that maybe you. if she had a little bit more of a personality in the rest of the series, that would make her stand out maybe. a little bit more so maybe, that yeah. you could be like, Piper, oh my God. Also, she but should be just... talking to Noah like a lot. Yeah, because they're both, I mean, she's a journalist and podcaster. Noah becomes a podcaster, but he's also sort of like... Baked into the lore of this yeah. stuff. Like, knows everything that's going on. Right. Uh, and, and like, documenting it to a degree. Like, yeah. he's almost a little bit of, like, a town historian. Yeah. He explains a lot of this stuff. He, in voiceover, um, that totally works and feels fine. It, it's usually, like, toward the end it's of the episodes. It's very team showy. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, so I guess what we learned this week is that... <laughs> right. You better be careful who your friends are, because they might just be your enemies. Right. And like a little musical sting, and then you're in the credits. Yeah, he's kind of like our host or something. Yeah, he's, yeah. So it would make sense for them to connect a little bit more. I don't actually don't know why they they didn't do it that. It feels like she only exists in reshoots or something. It's very strange. Yeah. She's like not really and in the she's, show. She's mostly just at the coffee shop. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is It is really weird. It's weird. So um, she's the killer, and you're like, what? And before she kind of goes all the way, she... So, you know, obviously they're on the pier having this showdown, because that's what happened where Brandon James died. So we have the so big showdown in the same spot. Of course. And um, Emma is able to fight her off, and she's in the water. Oh, because Audrey shoots her. I just remembered. Audrey comes through at the last minute. Yeah. And shoots her, so she flies in the water. And she comes back up. She like kind of like stabs her knife into the pier to pull herself up back up. And she's like, I might be getting the order of this wrong, but she's like, I've got one last surprise for you. And then Emma, I think, is able to, to do the, the final thing. Yeah, yeah and kill so her. So what is Piper's final surprise? We may right. never know. She's I dead know. now. Well, there's a season two, right? That's right. And that final surprise is revealed. It is. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, last minute things that I just need to say. Sure. When Piper pops up out of the water again, after she was shot, falls in the water, and it seems like everything's okay. Mm-hmm. And then she pops up one last time and Emma shoots her. Emma goes, they always come back for one last scare. I know. Like, why do you know that? I know. Totally. No like, one has ever talked about Your rules. friend group hasn't been doing this. Again, you're, these characters have seen Stab Maybe. or something. But they never baked in that sort of knowledge base. Right. And periodically, I'd say every other episode, they maybe use a line from screen Mm -hmm. where somebody goes like, I'll be right back. And somebody will go, oh, don't say that. It's like, well, you're counting on the audience 
to know that Scream already covered why. Right. And but why are you saying that? Because your character's not saying why. Yeah. It's very odd. Yes. Um, Emma also has a flame, this guy Kieran. He's like right. a tough guy from the wrong side of the tracks. Yeah. And he is he's like a sensitive boy. He's like a sensitive guy from the wrong side of the tracks, yeah. I think a little bit. He's a little bit of a badass guy. Yes. Yeah. Quiet badass. A bad like a boy. A sensitive bad boy. Sensitive bad boy yeah and at one point they find brandon james's mother mm-hmm. she's an old lady and she goes why yes brandon's son came to visit me just the other day yeah and piper will later say to emma i asked her who was piper's i brought a yearbook could she point out piper's son and she pointed out kieran right and so kieran the the sensitive bad boy feels like a big red herring yes and so i think i just we didn't talk about him at no, all no we didn't so yeah he he definitely he's he's very he's present. significant yes yeah. but he's not he, he doesn't comes have to, a ton of uh import in this his dad is the sheriff who right. is dating emma's mom his dad is killed yeah. by brandon james everyone's love interests die Yes, totally. What do they call this? Do they just say the killer all the time? I they guess say they do. the killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brandon James was the guy from 94. Right. Ghostface is in the movies. Right. right? So it's the killer. This is just the killer. Which I don't mind. Which is fine. I yeah, actually I mean, think in the that's movies, what you probably say. In the movies, they don't really say, oh no, Ghostface. Yeah, you're right. They do right. in the new movie. Yeah, you're right. But in the original four movies, the Wes Craven movies, they don't go, no, no, Ghostface, no. They yeah, say they're, like, they're like, the killer's outside. The killer's outside. Yeah. Um, but uh, Emma's boyfriend, Will, mm-hmm. this like preppy kind of bad guy. He's the one prep. I call the dud. I feel like he's just like... <laughs> just, he does like nothing. He's supposed to Kristen like just mimed like duh, duh. They'll cut to him and it's supposed to be like a sinister moment where they're like, I don't know, they'll show him like texting to be extorting the mayor. And they'll show his face and he should be like arching an eyebrow or something, but the guy's just like oh. It's like he's lost in thought. He's never doing anything. Thinking about those muffins again. <laughs> uh the, the way he dies though mm-hmm. is yeah. what I was referring to as being so gory and totally. unexpected. The killer goes like, "Meet me at the barn." Like he's like using Will's phone, or he's like, "Come to the barn, sweetie. We'll we'll have we'll make out." Yeah. So Emma goes to the barn, and Will is there tied to a chair, and there's a Pretty giant f- piece of farm machinery, some sort of a gigantic like room sized chainsaw. Yeah. Is behind his head, and Emma rushes to save him, tripping on a wire that activates the chainsaw to cut through will's head yeah it's some saw stuff and i thought they would cut away no the, the chainsaw cuts through this boy's head on television and splits his head in half and the show ends with emma getting like gallons of blood yes splashed all over her like it's evil dead or something yes i was i was shocked i was pretty surprised by that too it's pretty crazy and then the next episode she keeps having visions of yes like she's traumatized yeah this experience gets gross and the vision she has of him is with his head split in half yep so there are two halves of this guy's face and a jagged red gore line yeah he looks like the t-1000 at the end of terminator 2 where he's like broken apart and like wailing Uh uh-huh i couldn't believe what i was seeing yeah and emma's mom is dating the sheriff Right. Who's Kieran, sensitive bad boy's Mm -hmm. father. Yep. He gets roped to a tree and they go to save him. And when she undoes the rope, we find out that his his stomach had been cut apart and the rope was holding him together. Yeah. So when she undoes the rope, his intestines spill out all over the ground. Yep. In Scream 1 in 1996, 
they got an NC-17. Yeah. Because intestines rolled in the frame. Yeah. They had to go back and edit it. There's a director's cut of Scream because of this. Yeah. It's like two seconds of different footage. Yes. The Scream most people saw... Uh, Drew Barrymore's boyfriend dies, and then he's basically just a puppet sitting there. Nothing moves at all. Right. Because intestines can't move. MTV, less than 20 years later, has this guy's guts spilling out all over our main character's mom. 20 years is a chunk of change. It is, but whoa. Yeah. It's just wild. No, it's gross. It's just wild. The the show's gorier than you would expect. Definitely. And everyone's boyfriends and girlfriends die. Noah has a girlfriend. She dies on the roof. I know. I liked her. I liked her too. Riley. Yep. She mentions a character named Zoe, Mm -hmm. who comes back in Scream Season 2. Ah, In episode one, she mentions a Zoe. Yeah. And then we're going to meet a Zoe in the Patreon show. That's right. But yeah, uh, I just wanted to say those like last minute things because they're big and crazy. Yes. The gore of it all and the fact that everybody seems to like lose somebody that they love. Yeah. It's it's kind of no holds barred in a way. Yeah. But the last big twist, Noah realizes Piper was present at one moment when the killer showed up. Mm Mm-hmm. So she couldn't have been in the killer suit. Right. So she definitely had an accomplice. Who could it be? Who was phone? And the camera does a push in on Audrey burning a stack of letters Mm -hmm. that she had written and received from Piper Shaw. It's an excellent cliffhanger. It's a great cliffhanger to season two. Emma's best friend, Audrey, might be the other killer. Yeah. But what's going to happen? Who knows? I don't know. What a shockeroo. It totally was. I know. Shock. I, I I enjoyed it mightily. I enjoyed it. I know. And I wasn't expecting to. So maybe give it a watch. It's on Netflix right now. Um, All of the seasons of it. So, you know, if this sounded fun, maybe go check that out. Go in with low expectations. Yeah. Go in knowing that you're eating those little oily muffins. Totally. We're saying it's fun. We're not saying it's like yeah. incredible. Have a couple at a time but and take a, a break. I had a great time. I had a great time. And that's usually what I'm looking for. For so. the record, I watched both of these seasons back to back in a marathon. Yeah. To to make it to tonight. No, I did too. But I did it a couple weeks ago. And and uh, I think if you eat too many of those muffins, you get a tummy ache. I but still was fine. Fun. I was looking forward to it every time I turned it on. Really? Yeah. I mean, so I, was I. I. It. Admittedly, the second that I finished it, I was like, mm-hmm. kind of want to keep going. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I really liked it. That's so, the end of the road for right now, though, everybody. That's right. But, I mean, that road continues this coming Monday on Patreon.com slash Pod. So maybe join us over there if you would like to hear about Season 2 of Scream the TV series. Yeah, we, we felt like it might be too much on the main feed to just loaded up with all scream the tv series yeah yeah but also for like two weeks in a row yeah. like at least this will be a few days apart exactly. for patreon people but also i think it might be a good time to go check out our patreon because there's a, a ton of material over there anyway yeah um so that's patreon.com slash gttu pod mm-hmm. scream the tv series season two conversation coming on monday yep shockingly kristen and i both recommend season yes one. yes what will we say about season two and what is it all about it remains to be seen spoiler alert i think it gets better and crazier yeah yeah but anyway i do too thank you all so much for hanging out with us yep. uh hit up gttupod.com for all things guide to the unknown our entire catalog of episodes links to our merchandise contact advertising mm-hmm. um you can also get uh, merch Yes. Merch is available through there. Yep. Uh, follow at GTTU Pod on all social media. You'll see little uh, 
short clips of us and stuff, which is really fun. Mm-hmm. And follow us yep. online. I'm at Chillin' Kristen. I'm at The Myth Traveler. So thank you all so much for hanging out with us. We will be back next week for something that is not a teen drama. It's not Scream. But yeah. we'll see you on Monday if you do want more. That's right. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, until that time comes, we must travel. Back to the netherworld, go we. Spill our guts. Uh, uh. They did a web series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched it. Mm-hmm. Little, like, one-minute clips. Yep. They call them the uh, the Lakewood Six, all the surviving characters. And it was them saying, like, if I die, here's my, like, last will and testament testimony. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just, like, a little cute in-character thing. Yeah. So, I love like, that. Kieran looks in the camera and he's like, where am I supposed to look now? Look right here? Look right here? Yeah, this is Kieran. Um I'm going to be serious. Like, I hope I don't die. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. like it's like little in character things. It was a little, it was charming. Yeah.